You ever ridden in a convertible before, Larry? No, my first time. This is fun. Hang on, I'm gonna go faster. Whoa, there went my sunglasses. Ah, uh, they blew clean off, huh? Yeah, wow, I mean... Oh, there went my hat. Ah, uh, no biggie. It was a 49ers hat, after all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Whoa, my two pages blew off. That's embarrassing. Gone with the wind. Hang on to your pants. Will not be presented at this time. Those were brand new dockers. In order to bring you the following special podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Clean. You're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time, time, time. I doubt you ever heard of this guy. Maybe you have, Billy Joe Shaver. No, I've heard of Billy Ray Cyrus. You thought probably Billy Joe Shaver was a way that you took your leg, leg hair off. <laughs> I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna cross that river. I'm gonna catch tomorrow man. Yeah, and Billy's never just Billy. It's you're Billy Bob or Billy yeah, Joe yeah, or you're Billy right about Ray. That. Yeah. It's got to have a second a second part to it. Yeah, why I is that? The, uniquely know. about Billy. My yeah. uh, brother named his dog Joe Bob one time. <laughs> okay. Which well. was kind of crass. Today, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Anyway, Billy Joe Shaver, a prolific songwriter in the country genre died at the age of 81 and since you know we always have to start mm-hmm. off these podcasts but a lot of people uh, loved his music uh, uh, Bob Dylan there you go and and ever since he was a little kid people who remember him from when he was a boy always called him a little shaver now very clever. he's passed away at the age of 81, That's Billy Joe Shaver. <laughs> and now you know the full story. Well, hello there. Uh, here we go. Once again, I, I would probably uh, predicate this by uh, saying that we are uh, recording this a few days in advance of the upcoming national presidential elections and Senate races and all of the rest. Which so, is right after Halloween, which is coming up tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Well, so mm-hmm. you've really specified when we're recording this. Oh, um, I know. Did you? Were you a big fan of Halloween? Did you? Did you like it as a kid? I know you no. had an unusual kind of upbringing. So, and you didn't you live out in the country, kind of? So you weren't. Yes. There weren't like with, next door neighbors you could easily right. go to. Yeah. Yeah, with the cows. Yeah. Is where I lived. Yeah, I know some people, like Halloween is their favorite, favorite yeah. holiday. And yeah. you used to to throw epic Halloween parties. That's right. Did you ever but go ha- to one? You I never did. Went. You did? I did. Oh, I, I went to one. That. I went to the one that you, I think, I almost, I'm almost thinking it was the last one you ever had. Mm. And it's because of me, because I went to that one. But yeah, I went course. to the one that had the, the year, whatever year O.J. Simpson was on trial, and you guys had parked out. 
you had parked out front of the of the party a white bronco with we did <laughs> yes i don't remember blood, that blood oh. hand somebody had parked a white bronco oh out my gosh i don't remember that part the blood yeah it so, was kind of like uh, you know when you're throwing a big event like if you're doing a wedding reception and ceremony you were so busy that you don't know everything that's going on because you delegate. You had a lot of details too. You were yeah. very. You just had a lot of cool things going on. But, I mean, that was fine. I'm not a huge Halloween person. I can. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I'm Did you cute, like putting so. the costumes on? Uh, we had many creative no. costumes at our parties over the years, and and just to back up a little bit. We wouldn't just do a standard Halloween party. We made it into like a Disneyland. Mm -hmm. type of haunted house thing you would go in there'd be audio and and uh, special effects going on in any room you went into even mm -hmm. when you rang the front doorbell there would be a voice that would say you know it would be a scream and then you'd say enter <laughs> enter if you dare you know it was all dumb stuff like that yeah but th and gosh you, they were fun and you even like decorate your bathroom. I mean, yeah. people who decorate their bath, even their bathrooms for holidays. Yeah, like every room. Do that for Christmas too. They'll decorate their bathrooms for Christmas. I'm like, wow, really? My, my... I do. I do a room, and that's it. If I can even get the energy to do a room. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, yeah, we, and we don't do the parties anymore, uh, but we look fondly back on them. Uh, speaking of bathrooms, one year we had it just was a sign on the door that said Ralph. And when you opened the door, there, there was a guy on all fours. It was a dummy, but we had uh, audio of the guy tossing up his cookies in there. And, and that was it. Sorry, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah. And that actually doesn't even have to be um, Halloween specific. That's just a fun thing to do year round. Isn't that true? That's good for Christmas, Hanukkah, yeah. any of those. Or Thanksgiving when you have the family over. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Boy, that's a memory flogger. But, yeah, and we've talked about this a million times, so we don't need to do it again. But, uh, yeah, Halloween was, uh, and for every kid, it was really special. And it's so upsetting, I'm sure, to kids who yes. live in the moment. They don't care about what happened last year. They don't, you can't tell them, hey, next year it's going to be different, Timmy. They don't care. They Right now, for mm -hmm. the most part, kids can't go trick-or-treating and do the standard stuff you expect. On Halloween, or or even a Halloween party get together. Yeah, that's yeah. that's dangerous right now too. So yeah, that yeah. sucks, man. I know yeah. it does suck. Yeah, it does. So my uh, my little niece has uh, she's planning on getting together with uh, one friend only. They're gonna dress up and just watch Disney Halloween movies. You know the unscary ones. So I'm gonna get a couple of treats for that. I said, well, come on over and show me your costumes, and I'll, I'll put on a mask. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head out and get some little treats for them. But that's kind yeah. of that's it. That's the the uh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's it for you. Very sad. So we've got, uh, as again, we've recorded this, and by the time you hear this, the election will be in the rearview mirror, and you know, and, however, and we, however, and, whatever side of the the rather tall barbed wire fence you sit on, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the we wall. Hope, we hope things Whatever work. Whatever side of the wall. <laughs> which things and worked out And here's the deal, Pat Cashman. Yeah. I am going to be liquored up no matter which way this thing goes. Yeah. It, it does not matter which way it goes, but I'm going to be liquored up pretty heavily. Yeah. For well, it is. Probably a, starting right after I talk, right, right after I'm done with you here. It's ex, it's ex post facto by the time people hear this, but I will tell you that in advance of Election Day, I... I, I can't even know what I'd equate it to. I guess the birth of my kids, um, every other momentous event in my life, this is going to be one of them. I cannot see myself sleeping all night. I will stay up all night. I'll be pacing mm-hmm. the floor all day. I'll yeah. be on edge. I'll have to go for three or four jogs. I, I just have to keep moving all day. I'm going to be that pent up and that verklempt about all of this. Are you going to be like completely locked into the news? Or are you going to just just not just? I don't know you, how 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 invested in knowledge are you going to be throughout the day? Because it doesn't really matter. Well, you know, I'm throughout the day. I right? am uh, I am very uh, adamantly anti knowledge, as you know. <laughs> and so well, that's what I've become. I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. And let me tell you this, because last week you gave me a big ration of poop about being gone from the news. I just just bailed out of the news for a couple weeks. So I was like, you know, Pat's right. I never say that. Wait a minute. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Okay. Could you say that thing about Pat being right again? Pat is right. Got it. It's, 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 I, I, I can just dip a little in and see what's happening right now around me. And then I can dip right back out. You want to know what I dipped into? Did you hear this story? So this story, I don't know if you heard this. This happened last week. There's a, a New Yorker, uh, the New Yorker uh, columnist, and he's also uh, a pundit on uh, CNN, Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I heard about him. <laughs> I was kind of, so a, I was kind of a fan of his. I was, too. So let me ask you this. And for people who don't know, don't know the story, well, first let me ask you the question. How, how many Zoom meetings are you kind of doing these days with clients or friends or whatever it is a fair number i mean it's the only way really it's the only way you can uh you know communicate and i've done uh you know i i I will do speaking events and particularly charity auctions and those have all been online and most all of them have been via zoom i've done a number of interviews with other podcasts and other people uh, attendant to promoting my podcast about Almost Live, Still Alive. It's Almost Live. Still Alive. It's alive! Right, And right. so I've done a fair number of that, those things. Good. Sometimes Has there ever been audio a situation? Only, yeah. Yeah. Has there ever been a situation during any of those Zoom meetings where you were either bored enough or turned on enough that you felt the need to do some activity that re- involved pleasuring oneself. Either of those things ha- happen for you? Oh, my all? God. I, I've lost count of how many times <laughs> I've done. I'm not... So this is what is just, I'm like, oh, Jeffrey, come on. So apparently he was on a work meeting on Zoom, and he thought that um, his camera was off and that his Zoom video was off because he felt the need to get 
get to it right then and there. Yeah. And this was during a meeting with the New Yorker and apparently <laughs> some radio people, oh too. Oh, my. And they could see him doing the deed on camera. So apparently he's been... Le- He's uh, suspended and taking some time off from CNN and mm-hmm. uh, as the chief legal analyst. But that's I just want you to know. Do you see why why I'm off the news now? It's yeah, like... I, I get it. Yeah, that stuff's <laughs> a little little like on the tawdry side. I guess immediately say. after that happened to him, Jeffrey Tubin called off uh, called up Rudy Giuliani and said, "What do you think I should do?" <laughs> <laughs> If you eat a bat with me. Okay, I will. I'll eat a bat with you. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. So anyway, I've dipped back out, but I am going to um, election day. I'm going to be, I told you, I'm going to be up early. I'm going to tune into the news and Mm -hmm. just have a a beer of Mary Bloody Marys. Are you going to start guzzling as soon as you get up? Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. See, my my thinking is, and I've talked to my wife about this. We've we have all long talked about we're going to have a bottle of champagne because you know we're anticipating a, an outcome that we that we want, and we're going to crack the champagne. And then I said, no, you know what? Let's have Martinelli's. Let's have fake champagne because I don't want <laughs> I don't want anything to cloud my perception of what's going on here. I don't want to. Oh, uh, you want to feel real feelings? Yeah, I do. That's no good. It's, no, oh, I would. You think that's a, a mistake? I prefer to blunt all my feelings. <laughs> I used to eat my feelings. I don't do that anymore. Now I just drink my feelings. Yeah. So okay, well uh, that, that makes sense, and I'm probably going to do exactly the opposite of what I just said. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll be texting you during the day. You I'll know, I'll probably that. drink Martinelli's, but be chomping edibles like crazy. That's probably <laughs> that's probably what I'm, I'm so, going to do. So proud of you. Um, yeah. It's, hey, it's, uh, yeah. speaking of uh, presidential elections and, and presidency in general, as a, as a quick aside here, I've just uh, got a book called The Presidents Versus the Press. It is the endless battle between the White House and the media from the founding fathers to fake news. I know it sounds mm-hmm. boring, but it's kind of interesting because this thing about fake news being the enemy of the people and, you know, the... Yeah, guy's going to retaliate against the media outlets that have offended him this has been this has been a part of american yeah. democracy from the very start of course and so it's yeah. it's not new no um, it's nothing nothing is i new. mean starting with george washington they all hated the press richard nixon uh, once told his national security advisor kissinger the press is the enemy except he said oh henry the press is the enemy <laughs> but this book uh, focuses on some of the presidents and doesn't take sides, but it's pretty interesting. Even in George Washington's term, uh, a newspaper accused him of wanting to be a king. And uh, they made a baseless claim that he was stealing from the treasury and all this stuff. But in that case, Washington did not retaliate uh, mm-hmm. or respond, at least publicly. But privately, he was not very happy. And this goes right on down Theodore Roosevelt, you name it. They all, they all hate. Well, like all of, of us, we hate being criticized, you know. Of course. But this guy, uh, now it's who amplified. may or may not have a fourth term, a second term now, uh, yeah. has said. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I meant, like how you I, say I, this guy. By the way, you just I, refuse to say his name anymore. I meant, yeah, it's like Voldemort or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, 
but he has said, you know, he calls it out. He calls it the fake press, the enemy of the people and all of that. And I think that is the difference. Uh, and, and he has actually marshaled people to come of to course. his point of view and saying, yeah, yeah, those guys are jackasses and they're liars. And I know, but what I find hilarious is that he calls fake news on crap that he actually <laughs> said. Oh, yeah. You actually said that fake news. Well, but but you said no. no. And I, I, and hating the fact that other people are liars, uh, you can't. I mean, he if if there's lies. anywhere you can go, you can't yeah. you can't accuse other people of being lying when you're the king of it. So right, it's crazy. Right. But uh, well, you know, th again, we're recording this beforehand. Uh, we think we know how it's. You may go. never hear. You may never hear from us again. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. Our last podcast. That's true. Ever. Yeah, I, I actually thought of that this morning, Lisa, before <laughs> we recorded. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to tell her uh, that we're done. There's no point. I mean, I'm, I'll be so despondent, so discouraged, yeah. and so so yeah. uh, so defeated yeah. that I, yeah. I think, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do anything anymore. Exactly. I just want to yeah. go curl up in a fetal crawl. position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In with my bottle. Hey, I bought vodka. I bought something at it. We have a secondhand store down here near where we live, uh, and you know we have these birds that are in. There's a river going through. You this say area. that like you say that like they're pestering you. We have these birds. Oh like, no, I don't mean that. I mean that they're lovely, and there okay. are. Well, the way you said it, you sounded like you did. Did I? Like yeah. Them. Well. Yeah. There are river yeah. birds, and one of them is called a tern, T-E-R-N. Oh, yeah. So the, I know the tern. So, I do know what a tern is. Yeah, so this second-hand store is called the second tern, and they spell it oh, that Oh, very way. clever. Isn't that clever? Turn, 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 turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. So, um, so I go to the second tern, and we go there most weeks. They're open two days on, on the weekends. And we go there, and I, we buy a bunch of crap usually. But sometimes we get furniture there. And the other day, I bought a device in the electronics section for $2. And it looks, uh, please forgive me, dear listener, it looks like a... Uh, a penis. It does. It looks like uh, it could be a... Uh, I can always guess what a you're vibrator. thinking. A vibrator, yeah. And it runs on batteries. But it only does one thing. Is it? Is it a vibrator? No, no. You, it, you, you said you got it in the electronics section. Mm -hmm. So what is it? It is. This is. It only does one thing. You speak oh. into one end of it, and this is what happens. Hello, Lisa. How's it going? Your attention, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, that's really good. Your attention, ladies and gentlemen. On aisle kind four of, right now, okay. we have a special on toothpaste, <laughs> Colgate, and that's all it does. And and my wife that's is really so good, actually. She is so furious at me for getting this stupid gadget. And you know, I'll walk into the kitchen. I said, "Honey, what's for dinner tonight? I'm starved." She said, "Get out of here, you jackass!" Yeah, she's so and she tried and she tried to throw it away. So I have to hide this thing. Because she oh. really hates it. She really hates it. Okay, hey, I got a couple of dogs, questions. Get away from that cow. <laughs> I have a couple of questions, yes. as I always do. First of all, did you know what it was yes. when yes. you approached I mean, it? No. In, 
Okay, so you picked up a penis-shaped thing. Yeah. And what did you? And then you put your <laughs> lips on it. Is that what happened to well, find no, out what I, it was? I studied it. I studied it. You a, studied it. It had a power okay. button. It has a power button, a volume button, and an echo button. So yeah. I said, oh, so does, echo. Oh, so okay. does my vibrator. My vibrator has all those It things. has an echo? <laughs> How did that feel, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, so it's labeled on there. It yes. said Echo, but okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. at least there was some sort so of word. Indicator. So there was a, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that then that answers that. Now, my next question is. Yes. Do you know how many other people may have put their lips on that Ooh. thing before you did in the store? Good Pat? point. No, I don't. You don't you actually have to put. Th- you can put your lips near it, but it doesn't have to be on oh, it. Oh, okay. It's Got like it. a microphone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Those are the only questions I had. No further questions, Her <laughs> Honor. See, I think it's funny. It I think Patty's pre- See, I think, I think it Patty, is too. I think Patty's just in a bad mood. I think and she so. has every right to be. I, think, so. I agree with you. I'm okay, with I'm her. not going to keep going with that. I'm putting it away. Um, I'll tell you that what. That was a good buy, though. That was a super good buy. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Hey, I just finished awesome. a, a, a book. And it's a new book, and I enjoyed the book, but I, I, it made me remember that I, I miss the smell of an older book. You know what? You know mm. that distinct mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. It's a fragrance of old paper. Yeah. Well, there's a bookstore in Portland, Oregon, that I've been going to for years. Every time I'm in Portland, it is probably one of the great bookstores in all of the U.S., if not the world. Well. You can't beat Elliott Bay bookstore. It's pretty. It's Seattle's best. That's gone. But but Portland. Yeah, but Portland's best is called Powell Books. Yes, I know that place. I went down there to Powell Books once. It's a gore. It's awesome. You're right. That's a great bookstore. It is. They sell sell new and old books, and it's very capacious. I mean, they got uh, racks and racks in a big building, and you walk all around, and uh, there are books. From when I was a kid, that I that I've lost, and I thought maybe maybe I've got a shot at finding it at Powell Books. Of course, everybody gets their books online now, and you can do it through eBay and all that. But there's nothing to me that beats the feeling and the fragrance of walking through an old bookstore. And Mm -hmm. so, but Powell Books, like most places now, has been largely online. You can't walk around there. There's too many books. They can't. They can't uh, fumigate or whatever they do to all of the yeah. books, so they can't guarantee anybody's safety during this COVID time. So they're mostly online. But here's what they've come up with, and I know what you think about this. You can spend twenty four ninety nine, not twenty five dollars, but twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine. And it's it's a little uh, container of it, it's essentially like buying a bottle of perfume. And you can squirt it around, and it, and it is the fragrance of old paper. Um, you can squirt it in the air and smell it, or you can squirt it into your books, and then you'll have that sense that you're in Powell's bookstore. What do you think of that? Man, there's a fragrance for everything. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. If I want to I get my smells from where they actually come from, like... 
like a cow. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, if I I want to have an old book to open and, yeah. and but until then, pages and but until then, no, wouldn't this fill the and void? And I certainly wouldn't spend twenty four ninety nine no, on it. I wouldn't it. either. That's I wouldn't seems either. ridiculous. Although you might spend that much for a good book, so you could look at it that way. Right. I guess. There you go. Yeah, but this whole thing about smell. I was at a, in a store yesterday where I went through the candle section, and you can get candles that smell like firewood, and you can get candles that smell like um, uh, chopping wood. Mm -hmm. You can get yeah. you can get candles that. I mean, I don't know. I I like having my vanilla candles. Yeah. And I like having my lavender candles, and during the holidays, cinnamon. But these other ridiculous smells. There's, I don't understand those smells like so you'd ocean be, air. you'd be thumbs down on the Powell book idea. Yeah, you didn't get it for me, did you? No, no, no. Okay. Well, if I Good. did get it for you, then it's a gift, and you probably wouldn't regret it because I didn't, you didn't spend twenty five bucks for it, so you, yeah, you but might I'd like feel it. Bad that, I'd feel bad that you spent yeah. twenty four, and it's not twenty five. Pat. Well, here's the good news: I didn't buy it for you. In fact, I've bought nothing for you. There's the good news. <laughs> that just makes me sad. What a jackass. <laughs> hey, uh, I, can I back up just a little bit here? I was talking to a friend of mine, and he had an interesting idea. And, of course, again, I need to remind, as if people listening don't know this already when they're listening, but this is post-election. But here was our thought pre-election. And mm -hmm. see what you think of it. This is a, like could be a good novel or something. Um, okay. It's, it's like uh, the day after the election and President Voldemort comes on TV <laughs> and he <laughs> says the following. And I can't do his voice, but I'll try. He said, okay. Well, I, I just wanted to say I guess the results are in. I can't do them at all. Uh, I'm, the no, results are that in. Was, and uh, that sound like? Here's that the idea. Like Everybody, you've all been punked, okay? You've been punked and you fell for it. Yes, we've been filming everything over these last four years. And and it's all going to be part of a huge lucrative media deal. Uh, I purposely said and did everything I could to lose the election. I did everything. I wanted to be sure that I lost, and it worked, and you people were played. <laughs> oh, that would be. And a I good thought one. that's not a bad. That's not a bad take. Actually, now the best part would be though if you had a twist at the end. Yeah. Here's the twist. And it was all Hillary Clinton's idea. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be awesome. It would be awesome, yeah. I just like the idea. That's just the bare bones idea. Like you said, yeah. we can flesh it out. We can make it yeah, 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 more interesting. Yeah, yeah. But he's filmed, they have filmed, in addition to the film we we all see every day, they have sure. secretly been inside with their own people filming Snickering. conversations and all of this stuff. Yeah. And now you've got uh, years and years and years of of uh, yeah. half-hour documentaries that you can put on a new network, uh, the Voldemort network, 
and it can run it can go on for years and years be hugely lucrative uh, people will pay a billion dollars to invest in your new network. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty yeah. good idea. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, that is. I was intrigued. It was. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment ago. Oh, baby, my idea. Hey, you, you know, get on that. You know what? Uh, hang on. I got. I wrote some things down here. We uh, live in a uh, place where there are a lot of people that are retirement people. I don't consider myself a retired person, uh, but a right. lot of these people are older folks, and, and they're retired. And, good for them. I'm happy for yeah. you. That you. Good for you that you could be retired. And I'm meeting them you know? all the time. Guys that were banking Bastards. invest, banking people, Bastards. investors. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a guy that worked for an oil good company, and he said he lived in uh, London and oh. Nigeria. Uh, Don't you just want to kick them when you see them? Well, I mean, I love hearing their stories. I, I'm all endlessly God. fascinated by... I'm envious. You sit, I'm envious. You sit and you size people up when you first meet them, and you're like, yeah, okay. Sure. And then you find out these amazing things about their lives. I just... I love it. I love finding that stuff out. I don't want to be too nosy, but I love it. Um, <laughs> okay. Where was I going with that? Uh, Not me. It makes me mad. It does. But go ahead. So yeah. anyway, there's the there are these people that live two or three houses down from us, and they have you ever you would know this because you're from Northern California originally, the uh, Winchester House. Are you familiar with that place? Yes, the Winchester Mystery House. Yes. It's a uh, San Jose. So, on uh, Highway 280, 580? Well, you know more than I do about it. It's gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sarah Winchester's mind is as chaotic as the house itself. We're worried about her sanity, Dr. Price. But, you know, I never went because my um, my parents just never took me to do anything fun. But uh, I always remember driving past it going, oh, that would look right. Now, wait a minute. Wait no, a minute. Let's back up going. for a moment. Your what? parents never took you to do anything fun in your entire upbringing. Never. Well, what's your definition of fun? Because as a kid, your definition of fun is vastly different than your definition of fun as an adult. Well, they, they took, they but didn't that take, would have been fun. They, that would have been super fun. They didn't Did take I you to a the movie. They didn't Winchester take House? you fishing. They didn't no. take you to a Mahjong tournament. Nothing? No. Nothing? No. Oh, I, that hurts we, my heart to hear that. If, we didn't really, we were very poor, first I, of I know, all. I so know you were. Really poor. So welcome back, baby. To the post side of town. And I didn't have, but my whole house But wouldn't they take you out to buy new rags? Rags is the key operative <laughs> word there. Yeah, I would I'm sorry, I don't mean to make shoes, light of it, but. Shoes with holes in it to school. I'm telling you Did you, you really? That. We were pretty desolate. Yes, we were pretty, pretty poor. Hmm. So, we, and that's why I still have these weird, 
you know me. I have such weird hangups with money these days yeah. only because yeah. of that. Of, sure. of, of it's that. like uh, it's like people that grew up in the depression. They would they would yeah. uh, they would squirrel away money yeah. under their mattress and hide uh, their coins and all. I that. have yeah. money. Squir- I have money squirreled away all over this house. So that's, oh, I know. That's key for that's key <laughs> for you to know. If I if I croak, you need to bust on over here and just start looking through books and shit. I I don't want to give uh, away. I, I don't expect you to give away your secrets, but. You always talk about people who have bought a house and then they decide, yeah. oh, we got to take that wall out. And they open the yes. wall up and there's a bunch of cash I in know. there. Is that, yeah. Have you hidden stuff in walls? I have hidden stuff in walls. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, I know you hate your attic because you, oh you think there are, God, I hate the there attic. are rats and mice up there. Have you, have and, you put and any? And monsters. Hello, there are monsters <laughs> up there. I know. And probably dead bodies. So you that no, wouldn't that would, I shouldn't there. even bother looking up there. Don't even bother okay. going up there. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I don't know if there's some treasure up there from the previous owner. I wouldn't know because I don't go up there. Yeah. So oh, that's a good point. Go it could there. be you could be sitting underneath a gold mine and you don't even know it. I mm. know because I'm too chicken to go check it out. Yeah, the attic and the basement are two places. Um, that I would never, I, there's nothing you could even put in either of those places that could lure me Hmm. in nothing, nothing, nothing. Think of the thing I love the absolute most and put it there and I won't still won't go. Boy, that's, uh, if my last bottle of vodka was in the attic, then I would, (laughs) I don't believe that for a minute, (laughs) but I get your point. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so these people that yeah. live so, down the uh, street. Just, uh, I'm not trying to one up you, but we, my family, when I, and my dad, uh, inherited a clothing store. This is probably around the time I was born. Uh, and, uh, they were sitting pretty. They had lots of money. They weren't wealthy, but they were well off and they yeah. drove the nicest car, my mom and dad. And, uh, and we lived in a really nice house. They built a beautiful house up on a very uh, special place, uh, up on a hill with a view. And I mean, they, they were doing great. Nice. And it and then it all fell apart as the years went by. So by the time I'm in my late teens, because early twenties, because of you kids. Yeah. Well, you kids who ate them out of house and that's home. That's right. And where my mom famously <laughs> said, "I don't know why I buy you kids any food because all you do is eat it." That she famously said that. I think that's hilarious. And so, so they became poor late in their uh, lives, which is the worst time to be poor. Exactly. Yeah, you can handle it when you're a kid. You're not even aware of it. But and they didn't have four hundred one k's and no, retirement planning no. back then. I mean, they didn't even have social that. security uh, right? or Medicare exactly. until uh, you know Lyndon Johnson uh, instituted yeah. Medicare in the '60s. So. Uh, yep. It wasn't cool, so uh, yeah, being poor sucks. And, and I, you hear all the time, yeah, money isn't the answer to everything, but it sure is, does. It does give you options. Let's put it that way. Money does, mm-hmm. so it's nice. Yeah. So anyway, getting back to my tale, which isn't much of a tale, um, 
There, the Winchester House, for people who don't know, and I just referenced it, is this house that uh, the people named Winchester, apparently uh, there was like an old man or something, Winchester, or maybe it was a mm-hmm. woman or maybe it was a family. But they just they believed that it, they needed to continue putting additions onto their house. If they didn't keep building and adding, they were going to die. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. And so they keep adding new rooms, new wings uh, through the years. And now it's become a tourist place because it's this sprawling, ridiculously ornate, huge house. And and, and no rhyme or reason no. or really logical no. architectural planning in any way, shape, or form. They would just throw a room here and a trap door there. And yeah, that's why they called it the Yeah, you'd stand in one of the huge rooms of that house and you'd say... Hey, Larry, I'm in the kitchen. Come on down here. Sorry, I, I promised I wouldn't use that device again, and I did. I don't mind. It just doesn't make me mad at uh, so, uh So we've got these neighbors now, and we call their place the Winchester House because they are constantly adding new wings, new rooms, really? new siding, and they put a new roof on not two years ago. And today, they're putting another new roof on again. And we don't really know these people that well, huh. but I thought, did their old roof fail? Or are they just, the guy, the, guy is, like the, color. the guy's got a ridiculous amount color? of money. And they just are constantly adding things to their house. And they're, and the other thing about it is they're rarely there. I don't even think it's their primary house. So they have this whole crew over there right at this moment putting a new roof on the house and so they've hired workers from all over the place uh this company whoever they are and and so we noticed this car that was parked in the neighborhood a couple days ago a beat up car that looks like it can barely run and it's dusty and it's dirty and it's got dents in it and all of that and uh and one of the workers has driven that car there and he's going in to work on the house. Well, then we notice movement in the car. And so, you know, my wife, Patty, being her, she walks over to the car, and there's a woman in there sleeping, and there's a baby in there, too. And they're spending the entire day in the car, and it was cold out. And uh, Patty said, well, you guys want to come into our house and get warm? No, we're fine, we're fine. And this goes on for a couple of days. And then uh, yesterday, two days ago, uh, the guy comes over to our house and knocks on the door and he can't start his car. And could you help jump my car? So we have to get our truck uh, into this very difficult area of woods and stuff in order to get up close to his car. Turns out his battery is underneath his back seat. Have you ever seen a car like that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's underneath his back seat of it. Is it like a, like a Volkswagen? No, it wasn't. Is it was not a Volkswagen. It was a oh, American okay. car, but I'd never, in, hmm. I'd never seen anything like it. Anyway, this baby is just gorgeous little child. The mom, mm. and I don't, and believe me, I'm not trying to stereotype her, but she is smoking all day long. She's in the car. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband are fighting all the time when he does come over to check on him. Mm. And uh, have you ever had that instinct like, 
I got to take this baby away from them. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to, or, or mm-hmm. do I need to call somebody? Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're also torn because I don't want to call, I don't want to call the authorities and have these folks um, hassled, deported, right? whatever. Right. They're just trying to put right. a life together and it's a, mm-hmm. And, the, and if we see them drive away, I then I decide I'm going to go follow them a little bit to see if they've pulled over a few blocks away and are going to spend the night out in that car with the baby because it was going to mm. be a, a night in the teens. And we oh, were going to oh. intervene and say, you guys can't, you can't be in your car all night. You got to come to our house and you can't leave your baby in this kind of cold. I don't care how you bundle them up. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I never saw them again after we jumped their car. Um, mm. I'd just throw that out there for what what what, what might you do? Because, you you know, do I get Ugh. myself involved in something that's really none of my business? That's the first thing I was going to say. It's very hard to remember that that's not your business. Yeah. And now... But I should you make it your you... business when you see... But like this innocent child, and you just can't see a good path for child. Or am I misreading it? I, I you know, I, you, you don't know. You could be misreading it, but uh, I would say, I, I guess my, my, my judgment would lie in whether there was an immediate danger or an imagined danger. Right. And I think you were at the place where there's an imagined danger. Yeah. Yeah, if there was anything going on where they left the baby outside on the ground, yeah, right. in, in no questions asked. But you're right. I think you said it earlier. They're doing the best they can, and your inter- intervening might make the situation worse. Yeah, they're grown people, and we all make mistakes. Um, they have their mistakes that they're making, but he's clearly working. Yeah, he's um, working. So, and you offered, you know, and people have people have an enormous amount of pride. I remember trying to give a homeless man some socks. The same thing. I was. 20, 30 years ago, and it was freezing night, and I wanted to give a guy some socks and a blanket and a sandwich. Nope, said he didn't need it. I said, but you do. No, I don't need it. Hmm. So, I mean, your That's, perception. That is right. Yeah, there's of, human pride. And dig- yeah, dignity. there is human pride, yeah. and, and they may not want you pointing out that they need help either. Um, and who knows? That could have been a good day for them. Yeah. They could have had things a lot worse a week ago. So there might she might be, yeah, no, we're totally fine and really mean it. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to gauge things. And we all see things differently and we all bring our own past and experiences into them. But I mean, I just this is why I love you and Patty so much. You are you're so humane and you think about other people and kind of what they're going through and and I just love that you offered. And well, that is the best we can do. That is yeah. the best we can yeah. do is offer. And that's how I felt about that homeless guy with the sandwich and the socks and the blanket. I offered. That's the best I yeah, can do. You can't really save the world. You can help a lot more if you're in a position of some power uh, to do sure. that. And failing that, we have to put people in power that we think can can mm-hmm. help. And that, that and yeah. that's... All you can do. Hey, um, I had yeah. a lot of other things I wanted to talk about, but one of them I must get to before we adjourn here. Yeah, because we're almost done and here. And it is um, this time of year, and I've never seen them do this as early as they're doing it now. As we record this, it's still October. And the 
Hallmark Channel has already begun yeah. their Christmas movie offerings. Brides come to us because we can make their every whim a reality. <laughs> Renee's wedding is going to be on the cover of every magazine. I had a new thought. Jingle bell flowers. I put my complete trust in you to deliver the wedding of my dreams. <laughs> the wedding's in eight days, so get me those flowers. Pat, they do this every year. I can't is it always this early? Oh, oh my God! Oh. Yes, the minute the minute September's over, it's Christmas every day on Hallmark. I did not know that. It, it, Christmas every day. My wife, my wife, is, I think, is one of the smartest people I know, <laughs> but she loves the Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. She, it gives her comfort. It's like drinking a big old mug of hot chocolate yeah. with marshmallows on it, yeah. and she just yeah. loves it. And I get drawn into it too because i want to be with her and this is what she's watching but um yeah it's the same formula that's what so i know why she loves yeah, it that's what i was going to mention same, to you is that there, there is a yeah, formula and i formula. i got online and i look and people have written about this hallmark <laughs> christmas movies have a uh they share with some exceptions but not many uh generalized p plot lines uh, all the time uh, these uh, movies generally revolve around a couple. Uh, it's almost a male and female couple. I don't know that they do much biracial stuff. It's very much middle America sort of deal. In fact, most of these movies take place in middle America, small towns, almost always. Right. And oh, yeah. And you don't see uh, gay people for the most. I don't think gay people are the subject of a movie yeah. on Hallmark Channel. They, they're not allowed. I could be wrong about that. So it's very much traditional. I'm going to look that up right uh, now. Traditional I, I men and women movies, young people, and <laughs> most of the time, it the woman runs a small business. Am I right? She's <laughs> like runs a florist yeah. shop. Yeah. She has a toy yep. store. Invariably, yep. she runs a Christmas store of some kind. And she's so busy. Yeah, she's so busy. She's so and busy. She's she doesn't have any time to even think about no, love. No, Just, I don't got time for it. I, the, the, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to find love. I don't technically know how to walk this moment. And so there isn't go. she invariably uh, with the wrong guy? Always with yeah, the, the guy. The guy okay, saying, you, ah, just, you got to get just, out of this business. <clears throat> we, you don't need. I, I've got a good job. You don't need to do this. Come on. You, you. Okay, I just looked this yeah. up. You're gonna just. This is incre incredible. Announce Hallmark Channel announces a Christmas movie featuring a gay couple looking to oh. adopt their first baby. This might be. This might be a groundbreaking yes. for them. It's called. It is. It's called the Christmas House. And it's a gay couple looking to adopt their first child. I'm encouraged. Um, and apparently Hallmark has announced, has announced the plans to debut more LGBTQ storylines, characters, and oh, actors. Oh, that's great. So that's there great. you go. Absolutely. Well, I got on YouTube and I looked up the movie trailer. And there is no mention of the storyline that you just talked about. It'll just be a surprise for Hallmark viewers. So the old, but awesome. the old Hallmark formula oh, was, God, in addition course. to the woman running a small business, there is always a villain that is like a corporate <laughs> enterprise or oh, a yes. land developer or somebody that wants to buy the building that she's in or something like that. And so right. she's in a crisis.
always. And yes. she's with the wrong yes. guy, as we said. But yes. the right guy, yes, yes, yes. the right guy doesn't usually arrive from out of town. He's already there. She just doesn't recognize <laughs> that he's the right guy. And, and, right. <laughs> and there's and they they often don't even like each other. Exactly. The no. Yeah, they they annoy the hell out yeah. of one another. Or he doesn't annoy her. He she he wait he annoys her. She doesn't necessarily annoy him. But it could no, be no. He usually likes her a lot, but she she yeah, has no time for him. Her. She thinks he's up to something. No. And, and there's usually yeah. and and this is not all my original thoughts, but there is usually a dead parent involved, and she she's running the store. That her mom used to run, or her grandma, or grandfather used to yeah. run. Right. And then, if there is a living parent, they're a meddler. Uh, the mom wants, well, you should get married. You, you've <laughs> got to get out of this store and get married. I don't want to be married, Mom. Yeah. He, he's yeah. not my type. I don't like, I want to run this store. And then, um, and of course, Christmas is perfect because it's, it sentimentally is the hardest time of the year for for people, of so course, that really for single people. I mean, God, so that, you know, it's horrible that, being single. That really plays to people uh, who are viewing these movies. It just it's right. it's it's brilliant, really. And Hallmark, yeah, uh, during this time of year and in, and on through Christmas, is the highest ranked cable uh, outlet of all of them. Uh, is CNN? Uh, name any other cable. Uh, network, uh, Hallmark tromps on all of them with this fair. Right, exactly. And 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 yeah. it's also true for radio stations that carry Christmas music twenty four seven, and they they dominate the ratings every year. And then once Christmas time is over, you'll get the ratings out, and they'll be back down in the middle someplace again. And I yeah. always wondered why not you just stay with the Christmas thing, just keep playing it all year round. It, it works. I, I bet it would work for you in July to be playing Christmas music. <laughs> I bet you'd still get great ratings. So just, uh, yeah, I'm just throwing that true. out there for potential folks. So they apparently have new 40 new holiday movies. I'm just 40. looking this up. 40, wow. 40 new holiday I'm movies. always intrigued by it. It includes, includes adoptions, time travel, and carousels. Time travel, um, yeah. Hi, I'm Aaron Cahill. Miss Aaron. On set with my co-star Ryan Pavey, who obviously loves his 19th century character. I play a delightful fellow in our new Hallmark Channel original Christmas movie picture show. What are you people doing in my house? An enchanting time travel holiday romance. Indeed. You actually think you're from the past. I know so. Based on the Hallmark Publishing bestseller by Alexis Stanton. This will take you back to 1903. A timeless Christmas. Only on Hallmark Channel. It most certainly should not be missed. And they have, and they have their sort of their uh, their their roster yeah, of yeah. of Hallmark actors that continue to come back over and over. And, That's and true. Do these, That's true. You know, you, do these. You things. see the same faces over and over again. Yeah. And I got to figure. Uh, I don't think. I I've always wondered what is an actor. I mean, there's actors' equity, so you've got to get a guaranteed amount of money. There's there's a minimum for actors. Uh, through yeah. SAG and AFTRA and that sort of thing. But right. it can't be terribly lucrative because these movies are essentially back in the olden days, back in the 40s and stuff, they used to do what they called B-movies. They were not yeah. first run. Uh, they weren't, you know, they didn't have big names in them. They didn't spend a lot of money. They usually would accompany uh, a, a major film. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
that's what Hallmark movies are. They're B movies. With actors, for the most part, you haven't heard of. They probably take a week to shoot them. Unless you're a, yeah, unless you're a Hallmark fan, you'll know all of these people. Yeah. And by the way, there is a, some interracial uh, relationships. I'm looking through these right now. Uh, Jingle Bell Bride. And there's one, there's a, uh, this is not an interracial one, but there's one called Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. I think I'm going to have to tune in for that hmm. one. That sounds funny. So whether the whether uh, you're wearing the Christmas sweater or the man is, uh, we don't know. Yeah, I, we'll have to watch to find out for sure. The the angel tree. Oh my gosh, the Christmas. Waltz. I can't tell you how many of those I've seen. The old cross the old country. Ones. Yeah. Well, you got forty new ones coming your way, Mister. Yeah. I mean, you better get on it. It, it isn't just women watching these. Uh, that's why they get the big ratings. Guys are watching them too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not criticizing they, it. It's it works. Yeah. It works. Oh, totally. It's a market. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 They are running all these though all the way through January. And I was wrong on when they started it. So they started the ha- countdown to Christmas starts on October twenty third. So mm-hmm. the at the time of us recording, that was a week ago. So more than a week before Halloween, wow. they start they start doing the Christmas. Movies. Amazing. Amazing. So there you go. Somebody yeah. figured it go. out. And now I notice yeah. Netflix is trying to get in on that. So they have a pretty good stable of Christmas movies as well. New movies. Yeah. New movies in addition yeah. to yeah. the yeah. traditional ones. Okay, here we go. We got to get out of here. All righty, all righty, all righty. Two dim-witted ditch diggers got upset because they did all the hard work and they got only one-tenth of the pay of the crew boss. And finally they say, That's just ridiculous. Where are we? We're getting doing all the hard work, and we're receiving only one tenth of the pay of the crew boss. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy that was narrating this joke just said that. I know, but I think it bears repeating. You know what we should do? What? We should confront the boss. So one guy climbs out of the ditch, and he walks over to the foreman, who's leaning against a tree, and he's reading the racing form. Are you listening to me? Because I can hear you. Me, personally? I heard some key clacking going on right there. No, I'm not key clacking. Are you, du- I was, uh, are you, are you multitasking? No you, heard, you, no, you heard this. Okay. I was moving a piece of paper okay. out of the way. Because this is such an important joke. And I want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's actually not I, Do you want me to tell joke. you the last thing I heard? Yes. Yes. The last thing you said was um, that we're going to. We're gonna. We need to talk to the boss Good. about this yes. because we're only getting one tenth of the pay in the. Good. Other I know. That's what the narrator just said. I know, but I felt that it bears. God, you did get all of it. See? Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed. I can't even remember that. If you ask me. I can't to. believe you like called me out like that, well, dude. Well, I'm sorry. I, What's your problem? I'm just Ian? insecure. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so he, they go over to the foreman who's leaning against a tree and he's reading the racing form because he's not even working. And the one guy says, Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah, what? How come we do all the hard work while you sit here and you earn ten times as much as we do? Well, I'll tell you why. The answer is intelligence. Let me give you an example. He puts his hand in front of the tree. You see my hand? Hit my hand as hard as you can. So the ditch digger takes a mighty swing and just as he's following through, the boss moves his hand at the oh, last no. minute and and then the guy hits the tree with his fist. And, and now he's clutching his bruised fist. 
And the, the boss says, well, there you go. You see what I mean? So back in the ditch, the second guy says, what happened? Oh, it, it is a matter of intelligence. Let me give you an example. Okay. Uh, hit my hand as hard as you can. And then he holds his hand in front of his face. <laughs> You're right. That was an extremely important joke. <laughs> listening to peculiar podcast hey goodbyes <laughs> join pat and lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com the gift that keeps on giving the whole year and on the peculiar podcast facebook fan page sweet on twitter at peculiar podcast at mr pat cashman and at foster chick join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration